All right, good morning, Quad Cities and uh, the internet world out there, Facebook world. I'm Zach Hoyt, your Plexus Maniac, and this is the Quad Cities Business Beat. Welcome. Uh, hey, I'm, uh, I'm the host today, and uh, I'm co-hosted by... Lynette Hoyt, independent ambassador of Plexus Worldwide. Woohoo! So uh, we're here, we're going to get this thing started. Uh, first and foremost... Uh, our spotlight for this month has been uh, Plexus Mega X, our plant-based omega. Uh, so good, uh, healthy fat or uh, fatty acids for you. So if, you know if you don't like burping up fish flavor or you know any of that stuff, but still want to get your good uh, omega-based, uh, get your heart healthy, brain healthy, uh, we got a great option in uh, Plexus Mega X. I take it. Uh, it's my brain. Yeah, it's a whole lot better. I'm crazier. It's fun. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I can keep up with things. So, uh, so Plexus Mega X today. Today we got the one, the only, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, Leon Moyes with American Crown Commercial Cleaning. How you doing? Welcome today, Leon. Thank you for having me. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Um, we're here to talk about American Crown today, but let's let's start off with a little bit about Leon. How long have you been in Prescott? Oh, uh, it's going on three years now. Really? Yeah. What what brought you here? Now, how'd you find Prescott? Prescott's everybody's did, hometown. Did That's you throw great. a dart at the board? Yeah, you know? I was just gonna say that. Did you throw yes. a dart at the? Prescott's board. everybody's hometown. No, I've always wanted to be in a town like Prescott, and so I have four kids, and so it's a perfect place to, you know, to raise them. The wife's a nurse at the hospital here, so it's very community orientated. We fit in. We fit in here. It works. That's great. Um, tell, tell us a little bit about you. What kind of have, has brought you to where you are today? Um, I'm a small business owner, uh, retired Marine, uh, retired out of, uh, out of California, out of uh, Recruit uh, Depot San Diego. And... Um, after I retired, I spent a couple of years in California with a pool servicing company that did well for us and uh, realized I needed to tuck myself into small town USA and Prescott was the perfect place for that. So, Excellent. So how did you get into, you, I know you've had a couple things here, or you still kind of have a couple things going on. You started off with uh, Patriot Windows. What drew you towards Windows? Um, originally? Out here in Prescott, we started Patriot Windows and Cleaning Services, and uh, that was that was doing well for us. Um, and you know, it's it's one of those services that you know pressure pressure washing coupled with the window cleaning, um, you you could do pretty decent with revenue for the year. But it was more it was more as a way to get out there and see actually what was going on in the community, what was taking place, and see if there was something bigger that might show itself to me. So um, that's what Patriot Windows was. It was a vehicle to get out there and start seeing what was going on. It earned well, um, but it, it showed a lot of different things to me about Prescott. So. And then came, uh, you know, you've got American Crown. Tell us a little bit how that came about. And so <clears throat> while doing Patriot Windows and cleaning services, I bumped into a... Um, I bumped into a situation where we were taking care of some windows and a kitchen cleaning for a restaurant, and they had this big shiny exhaust hood system in the back, and it had a certificate on it. And they asked me if I could clean it, you know, if I was certified to clean it. And 
I couldn't believe that you needed a certification to clean this thing, you know. Started realizing after looking into it that there was really nobody up here offering that service. Um, and it was really, really layered. Um, you know, come to find out that the National Fire Protection Association Code 96 that certifies, uh, that, recommendation, uh, that rec recommends our certification uh, that entitles us to clean these hoods um, was lacking out here in the state. Um, and so we had, a, we had a big gap where the fire inspectors and the fire marshals were seeing things happen in the restaurants that weren't being addressed right. And it just, it it, it just showed itself to me that there was a need there. Um, like I said, I'm a retired Marine and the SOP, the standing operating procedure for this thing is literally, you've seen it, it's this big. Um, and uh, it, it, it stops restaurants from, from burning down. You know, we have restaurants fire, that's normal in the industry. Um, but what we do uh, stops that, it's that simple. You know, we go in there and we do a job, one of our restaurants, we remove that fuel from their system and then it's, it's not possible to have that fire. It's that simple. Um, so when I, when I see restaurant fires or I hear restaurant fires and we get the press release from the fire department and it, it literally states that there was a fire in that hood type one and you're always gonna read uh, grease-laden vapors. Uh, that's, that's what we do. That's, that's what our certification, um, that's, what, that's what it's all about. It's about going in there, getting the job done right and removing that fuel from the system, not just from that hood, from it, it, in its tidy. So it cannot, you cannot have a fire. So just, you know, maybe expanding, you're kind of getting there like, you know, when I hear hood cleaning and before, you know, start working with you, you know, like, you know, I think sometimes you know, what we see, like hood, you know, everybody sees the hood. It's the big shiny piece in the right. kitchen over the grill and stuff like that. But it's really also about the ventilation system. So maybe, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, the couple parts in the, that are part of that. I mean, it's a simple yeah. but kind of a complex system. At the same so, time. so, you know, what we're finding is... Um, uh, literally like 80% of the companies that do this are not properly certified. So that brings me to the hood that you're speaking of. Um, what we find is that they'll go inside and they'll clean the hood and they'll clean inside the system and they'll pull filters down, the baffle filters, and, and they'll literally rag it out and clean it up. But, you know, when we talk about cleaning, cleaning means uh, we're not going to have a fire. That's what that means to us with the certification. It's not just about going and shining up your hood. That might be part of it, but that's not the bare metal standard that the, the, the certification calls for. We're talking about going into that exhaust system, uh, whether that ducking goes uh, vertical or horizontal, whichever way it goes, we got the equipment to get in there and clean it right, all the way up to the fan on the roof, where we break that fan off the roof, the upblast fan, and we clean that out back to bare metal. Um, and that's the standard for the code. Uh, so, you know, like I said, 80% of the companies out there are not certified properly. You know, the more I look into this industry, and it, it, it's very layered. Um, there are different certifications. Um, the certification we hold is not the same as my competition holds. We're not created the same. We're very different. And when we go and inspect and we talk to our customers about what we're going to do, we don't, we don't even speak the same language. You know, they speak cleaning. <clears throat> we speak fire prevention. You know, um, yeah, it's, a, it's an industry that, that needs to be addressed. Um, so timing's on our side with it when it comes to American Crown Commercial Cleaning. 
and uh, and getting the hoods uh, cleaned and certified back to code. Um, you know, as we're on the same, what's something that you know, speaking to the restaurant owners or managers that are out there, because maybe the owner's not there; they're off somewhere else. The managers there. What are you know, maybe some things they could look at and be like, maybe they should be questioning, um, you know, what the person coming in certifying that they've cleaned their hood, you know, what's something that maybe they would notice, you know, that, oh, hey, maybe they're not doing, and maybe I should call Leon to come out and at least give me an inspection. Well, and that's the reason why we offer free inspections to the Quad Cities. Because um, I'm here to tell you, you, you don't know what's going on in your system. You don't. Just by visually looking, you don't. You don't. You don't. Um, you know, we, when we go in and we inspect, we take pictures from inside the system. You know, we open up access panels, and um, sometimes we have to go through the wall to uh, to get access to those access panels. Um, but I guarantee you, you don't know what's going on in your system. I guarantee you. I, I show pictures to restaurant owners all day long, and the shock that's on their face is amazing when they see what's going on in their roof, when they see what's going on in their system. Let's face it, they got things to do. You know, and they come in, they're ready to start going, they start cooking and start pushing out the food and they're not gonna go up to the roof. They're not gonna open up the access panel. They're not gonna crack open the fan, okay? Um, at first I thought it was laziness on other companies' part. Now I realize it's laziness coupled with ignorance. Like I said, we're not created the same, our certifications are not the same, and we don't look at things the same. Everything that we do with our certification is done to the code, to the letter. There's nothing that we don't do to the code. Mm -hmm. If it's not to the code, we don't, we don't do it. Um, and if, if restaurants owner are not gonna allow us to do it to the code, we won't do it. We're there because we're the duty experts in this field and we're there to remove the grease from that system in its entirety where you can't even think there might be grease. Um, so you don't, you don't have a fire on your hand, it shuts down your livelihood. Um, yeah, so what I would tell restaurant owners is <clears throat> if you think you know what's going on in your system, I'll surprise you. You don't. <laughs> you really don't. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know you've got some stories here recently where, you know, they were baffled, you know, by, you know, that there's going to have to be extra work, um, yeah, you know, and, <coughs> excuse me, um, you know, so what, maybe let's go over so that, the people out there a little bit more education of the process of actually like what American Crown goes through to clean a you know the hood and ventilation system and up and part of that is the uplast fan on the roof. So it's um, if you've been cleaned to code, um, that's the best that's the best case scenario. That means you haven't been neglecting your system. That means your system is going to work for you the way it's, it's meant to work. You're not going to have a problem with your ANZOL system, your fire retardant, and everything that's going on in that hood system because it hasn't been neglected. And, and I've gone out in cleanings and you know, places that have been taken care of like they're supposed to, and as soon as we go in there to clean, th th there's, there's no hiccups. You know, the grease-laden vapors come off and we're back down to stainless steel in a matter of minutes. And then I've also been on cases where it, 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 it's neglect to the fullest where, you know, I have an inch of grease on bare metal and let's face it, I'm not going to be able to degrease that back down. I'm going to have to start scraping now. And now that's very time consuming on top of that. To get that back to the bare metal, I got to worry about while I'm scraping if I'm going to hit a seam. 
You know, these systems aren't meant to be scraped on. You know, do we scrape? Yeah, sometimes we have to because we got to get back down to bare metal. And if I'm scraping on a system, it's only because it's been neglected. It's only because it's been neglected. So what I would say is if I got to come into your system and you were supposed to be clean on a quarterly basis and I'm there after a year, you know, it's not going to add up when I got to spend a lot of time and my crew's got to get in there and start scraping down to bare metal. You're going to have to pay for that. And it's going to have to get done because we got to get you back down to code because you got a fire on your hands waiting to happen. All right. And, and who needs that? Right. <laughs> so we got to get you back down to the code and we're going to have to spend extra time there where I can charge you a lot less when you're clean, like you're supposed to be to the code, whether it's quarterly, monthly, you know, and this way the system doesn't get abused. Everything works like it's supposed to. It gets clean. It gets clean in a matter of, of minutes. The way the grease comes out, it doesn't build up. You don't have an unbalancing problem with your fan. You see what I'm saying? Like, it just adds up when you neglect the system. When it's addressed like it should be, it's a lot easier for everybody. And the biggest thing here is safety, right? That's what we're talking about. You know, we're talking about not having a fire on your hands. So whatever it costs to get that hood clean, it's worth it. Because God forbid something happens, your system shut down. It's shut down for a day or two days. Even if you have a little bit of smoke in your ventilation system and it sets off that fire system, okay, the firefighters are going to come out. And they're going to check your system. And how do they check your system? They don't use their eyes. They use axes. And they open your system up to ventilate it to make sure that they don't have anything fire burning inside your system. And then when that's done, you get to put it back together. And repairs. And for what? For what? The code's here for a reason. Okay? It's to prevent the restaurant fires. And, and that's why I'm so adamant about it because I see there's such a need for it. I couldn't believe that there was nobody up here addressing it. And I'm happy that we are, because we live here. These restaurants, you know, we eat at. <laughs> we, you want we, them to be around yeah, for a while. We are in these restaurants eating all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, we live here. You know, these restaurants, we're very much, I have my kids in, my family in. And we're down here all the time in town hanging out. You know, we love the town. And, and so there's no reason for that anymore. You know, there's no reason for that. If there was a spot being missed, like I see happen a lot, because we're constantly cleaning up behind our competition, um, we hit it or you know about it. I don't ever leave that facility without you knowing everything, whether it's bad or good. If I got to be the bearer of bad news, that's fine. You need to know what's going on with your system. So you do give a report at the end. Oh, you're going to get an inspection. <clears throat> I'm going to write up a report and you're going to know what's to code and what's not to code or what needs to be addressed. And we could even help you out on how to address those things. Now, how often do hoods systems need to be cleaned? Um, that's going to depend. Does that vary? Yeah, exactly. It's going to depend on your hours of operation. You know, if you're open, if you're a seven-day operation, you open a breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you're going to be on a quarterly schedule. Okay. Um, you know, so the schedule is going to go monthly, quarterly, semi-annually, and annually. You know, most restaurants are on a semi-annually basis because they're closed one day a week. Um, but those locations that are open seven days and breakfast, lunch, and dinner, they're going to be on a quarterly. And if we have to bring it up because they're, they're um, they're using uh, hard fuels to cook like wood, and they're open 24-7, then that's going to be on a monthly schedule Sure. because the buildup's going to be immense. Do most people know what their schedule is, or they just assume they have a quarterly schedule, and maybe they've increased it by an extra day so, a week, or maybe they went from five days a week to seven days a week, and they really actually need to get it cleaned more often? I'm glad you asked that because <clears> that's a good question, and that leads me back to the certification. Like I said, our certification is not the same. Okay. Um, it's important to be put on the right schedule. 
If you're not put on the right schedule, the problem is you're going to have so much grease built up on you on in your system. Once again, we have a fire situation, right? On top of that, the fan on top of that roof, it can't hold it, you know, and it dumps it out and it dumps it out into a bin. I mean, there's only so much of that that it could catch. If you're cooking so much and you're supposed to be on a quarterly schedule and somebody shows up and says, hey, you know what, you're on an annually schedule, that's a problem. Because then when I show up to do it right, I'm going to see a bunch of grease spilt out all on top of your roof. And then once that grease is on your roof, okay, it messes up the integrity of the membrane. And there's nothing I could do to fix that. I can try to clean it up, but it happened. All right, so being put on the right schedule is so, so important. And I see it happen all the time where I roll up to restaurants and they're, they're put on the wrong schedule. I can look on the hood sticker and it will tell you when they're supposed to be clean, when their next cleaning is, our certification to the NF National Fire Protection Association code. And um, it's wrong. It's wrong. And, and the, scheduling is, the scheduling is the most important thing. And they have to hold themselves accountable for the schedule. It's not like the fire, does the fire marshal come in and do hood checks or he does. random checks or the county or I don't know. Yeah, the fire, that, the fire inspectors will go through. <clears throat> do random And like checks. the fire inspectors here in Prescott know there's 273 commercial hoods in Prescott alone. They know that because they're out there hustling all year long inspecting them um, to make sure that everybody's. And, and I, and I got to say that the, the gentleman here in, in Prescott, they're, they're, the support is, they're, they're on it. They are on it. Um, you know, when we move away from Prescott, you know, things are getting better. Um, but the, here in Prescott, I could literally be on top of a system and I can call up the inspectors and they'll call me back and they'll tell me and they can tell me exactly what I'm looking at because they've been up there. Sure. And that's a great thing. That's a great thing. The communication is, is really easy. So there's no, there's no disconnect here. Good. And that's, that's good. So, you know, we've been talking, I, I know from, well, reading reports, <laughs> but also just in the news, you know, we might hear, we haven't, you know, maybe people want to start picking up the phone because we've recently had some fires directly responsible in restaurants in the area. That's right. For, from, you know, the ventilation system being covered in greaseated vapors, um, you know, what do you know again i just blanked what, where i was going with that um but you know it you know what's that going to tell you that's going to probably start to happen um it this there's we're here where there's a need and that's that's a great thing because we're here to fill that need um we're constantly training you know our 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 arizona hood institute certification comes straight out of the National Fire Protection Association, Code 96. And our, our, our crew is, I mean, they're, they're amazing. I'll put them up against any crew in the state when it comes to knowledge and when it comes to the know-how, how to move through a system, how to get it done, how to bring it back to code, how to address horizontal ducts. I mean, the knowledge that they have, I mean, that's all we do is talk code. You know, there's two books that I pick up every day. It's the Bible and it's the National Fire Protection Association, Code 96. And that's not a joke. And so, I mean, I literally, can I've seen him. <laughs> we don't stop talking the code um, because it's, it's what we do. I'm a retired Marine, and that's my standing operating procedure right there. I've never had such a SOP that's so small that there would be no reason for me not to know it back and forth. And so I know it. My crew knows it. Um, I mean, they, they're able to spot things that, honestly, I'm, I'm surprised it gets missed when other companies go in there. But like I said, our certifications are, are not the same. They're, they're not. This whole thing started in Boston with the Boston certification. There was a fire in a restaurant in Boston. 
where two firefighters died because the, the fire got into the, into the system where it was grease-laden vapors and they couldn't put the fire out. And so we lost some lives. And so they, parted, they started to pass legislation. And so you got the Boston certification. There's, uh, there's an IKEAC certification. There's all different types of certifications that you can pay a couple hundred bucks for, take a test online, and then go out there and then and be supposedly certified. be certified to clean hoods. <clears throat> the problem is what we're seeing now is our certifications are not the same. We have a stand-in schoolhouse where they're taught, you know, with 40 hours of education, and then they're brought out into the field and taught how to work through a system, how to clean a system, how to inspect the system. Everything is to the code with the access panels to the upblast fan. We don't miss anything. There's nothing that we miss that these guys or I, my competition, unfortunately, um, a little bit of ignorance coupled with laziness sometimes, could cause a problem because we're talking about fire. It's one thing if you're cleaning something and you miss something, it's dirty, I guess. I guess it's still dirty, nothing's gonna happen. The problem is when you miss something here, there could be a fire and you know, fire takes lives. So. This is a little redundant and I'm kind of pitching the softball, but like, is, do you have an a la carte menu when it comes to cleaning your cleaning hoods so, <laughs> and vents? It sounds good um, business-wise, but no, there's no such thing. Um, the system gets clean and it's the whole thing from it's all or nothing. everything. <laughs> the, the hood, filters, into the chute. Up the shoot. If, if we drop horizontal, we'll go horizontal with it. We'll start opening up access panels and we'll drop a spin jet in there. We got the tools to do the job right, but no, everything gets clean. The fan on the roof, everything, everything. And it, everything has to be to code. And if it's not, we're, we're going to let you know and we're going to help you get it to code because that's where it needs to be. <clears throat> and the code's there for a reason. And um, so we can help you get it to code, but that's, that's what I love doing. It's like a lot of times restaurant owners just, they have a lot going on and they hire companies to take care of stuff and they expect it to be taken care of. You know, and they're not gonna go up to the roof. And yeah, and take time to go look around up there. You know what I mean? After this company's done doing business. So we like to take a lot of before and after and keep restaurant owners knowing exactly what's going on in their system. No surprises here. No. So how long does a, a hood cleaning take? <laughs> like, is it, <clears throat> it's not gonna close some business for a day. Mammy, maybe it could be. Yeah, depending on what's going on. So the situation is <laughs> going to dictate, you know, your run of the day hood cleaning, you're going to go in there and it's a small little 10, 12 foot hood and uh, we're going to be done in two hours. And we're going to do it after hours We work around your schedule. So a lot of this gets done at night or on Sundays and Mondays when restaurants are closed. Um, and we have smaller hoods that go quicker, but then we also have really big systems. Um, like the Prescott Conference Center, you know, where you actually are going to climb into the walls and you're going to open access panels and you're going to get to squeeze yourself into all those squeezy, uh, <laughs> greasy nooks and crannies. And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's it, a dirty job. If it's, somebody's yes, it's it. a very dirty job. <laughs> it makes me wonder sometimes, but the need, the need and, and having the system go from that back to bare metal, um, the way we we're able to get it sometimes is, is, is surprising. It's surprising, yeah. And so I know when I leave and I put my hood sticker up on that hood, and we certify that hood to be back clean the way it should be to code, I'm confident that we're not going to have any problems there. You know, I, I wouldn't put my hood sticker on something that I think we might have a problem. And I've been in that situation where I won't, where I won't. You see, there's only so much we can do when a system has been neglected 
so far to the point where we can't get it back. No. And then that's, unfortunately, things start getting ripped out and replaced, and that's costly. That's really costly. Uh, and that's, that's, that's a horrible conversation to have to have with the restaurant owner. Is, hey, you know, the system hasn't been cleaned properly for years, and I know we're the first ones to tell you that because we've been opening up access panels and really taking a look at it. But we're not going to be able to fix this. Right. What do you mean? Um, we're, you're going to have to rip <laughs> part of this system out and get it replaced. Are you, are you, are you serious? Unfortunately, I am. Like, I can't put my hood sticker up there. You really do have a fire waiting to happen. You know, and once a fire gets there, it's not going out. The firefighters won't try to put that grease fire out in that system. They'll try to contain it from going down the strip. That's what they do. It's a grease fire. You know, it's a candle. It'll burn forever. So, yeah, what we do is important. There's a need for it. That's why we do it right. And that's why we're constantly training to the code. Um, but, yeah, there's a gray area here that I think we're addressing. And um, I've been talking to a lot of the fire inspectors and fire marshals and uh, it's a good thing because they're seeing it, they're out there doing their inspections. So I think as my industry starts to pull itself together and push itself up, I think we'll be able to, uh, to address that. Yeah. Well, and restaurants are big investments. You know, you pay the money or the investment, and I look at that as the cost of doing business, is keeping those, you know, systems clean, functioning from top to bottom, or you have a fire and you're closed for a week. That's right. A month. I mean, oh, God to me, it doesn't. To me, life. it's kind of a no-brainer. No-brainer of, you know, having them come in four times a year, or whatever, whatever you your restaurant it's, warrants. It's one of those things, um, <clears throat> out of sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm. But once I show restaurant owners pictures, you know, it's it's a, they can't take they can't right. remove that anymore. Now <laughs> they're like, okay, and that thing. I think that's a lot of it you know, is educating the customer. They don't know. Right. And unfortunately, my industry is weird that way where we're out there cleaning at night and there's no one talking to the customer educating what's actually going on in their system and why we do what we do, right. what's actually to code. You know, so that, that gap right there, I think, is what we're filling. Because I love getting a hold of, of the restaurant owners and telling them, hey, listen, this is exactly what I'm looking at and this is what it's going to take to get this fixed and everything. And um, that's, that's where I think we're missing. You know, um, because a lot of restaurant owners, they're surprised when I start showing them pictures of, like, is that, is that my roof? <laughs> I'm like, that's your roof. Like, is that my roof? <laughs> like, so, yes, sir. Like, that's yes, your roof. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those things. To not get into that situation is the best. Like, when we pick up a brand new restaurant, I know they're, they're never going to have a problem. Sure. You know, they're never going to have a problem because I know every time we go in, it's going to be done right. It's going to be done to code. It's going to... You know, it's going to make the equipment last longer, and, it's going to, and most importantly, it's going to keep everybody safe. So, I mean, there's a need for it. So it, that's, that's why we're here. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, there's a possibility, you know, because I think one of the reasons you see people shortcutting or taking the a la carte uh, option is because they're trying mm -hmm. to save money. You know, mm -hmm. we've touched on, you know, but realistically, if, you know, a company's staying on top of this, Cleaning could cost them less. That's right. You know, if if they're on top of it, you only have to be out there for an hour and a half. That's like, right. You know, you could be saving money. That's I mean, going to cost them less. Their fan is going to last a lot longer. <laughs> they don't have to worry about the integrity of their Anzol system not going off. And let's face it, when you've seen these systems, when they get greased up and coated to a point, sometimes I wonder. Sometimes I wonder if the, those Anzol systems are set off, are, those, are they going to start spraying? And we, we pull caps off and replace caps because they're so greasy. Um, 
That's not what we do. But we do it because we know that it's going to save something if there's a fire. And we need, that, we need that system to go off. So we carried them on the truck and we replaced them, even though that's not, that's not what we do. But we, the most important thing for us is to keep that restaurant safe from fire. So, yeah, it's, it's something definitely that's missed, but I think it's becoming um, more and more on everybody's radar, um, the more education that goes out there. Um, and we just have so many restaurant fires. So does every restaurant have a hood or any eating establishment? Who would have a hood? You should know this if you have a restaurant, but I'm just your fridge. Yeah, any commercial kitchen. Any commercial kitchen. Any commercial kitchen, kitchen is going to have Doesn't a, matter what they cook. They would have right. a hood. Okay. That's right. They're going to they're gonna have an upblast fan on that roof that's, uh, that's pulling the grease out of that system. Um, so, And we've seen them from, you know, it could be like a cold cut shop that does sandwiches. Really? Yeah, and okay. they're not really cooking anything, right. but they have a commercial kitchen in there. Sure. And so, or a catering hall. They're going to have a commercial kitchen too. Um, and and you know, they're, they're being cleaned to their code. They're not going to cook that much for, for most catering halls. And so they'll be cleaned on like an annually basis. But we're at the beginning of the year. So you might as well just get it done now. And every February you're out, whatever your rotation is, start now. And, and honestly, there's a lot of restaurants that, you know, turn ownership. Don't yes. just trust that it was kept up to speed prior to you. Yeah, that's, Be proactive. I'm glad you said that because that's really important. That's where we run into because restaurant owners, just like hood cleaners, <laughs> are created different. <laughs> and so we have some restaurant owners that are just on top of it right. and they just won't have it. That's their livelihood and it's got to be done right and they, they won't tolerate anything else. And then we have others that are just very much lackadaisical. Um, and so, you know, when you take over a restaurant, or you're coming into a new system, we offer free inspections, get your inspection done. You have no idea what you're looking at in there. And the worst thing you wanna do is take over that property and then have a nightmare dumped on your head that you gotta replace something. You gotta replace something that you assumed was gonna work. Well, and, and restaurants are a big investment. And all that money going out? All that money going out, and if there's a fire and it's a total loss, everything that you've invested is gone yep. when you just could have had this surface. Yeah. To make sure everything. You could have known what's going on. And we, you know, a lot of times we come out and we inspect it and we're like, hey, you're fine. This is yeah. the schedule you need to be on. And you Free look good. Free inspections, folks. Free inspections. Yeah. You know, and a lot, and there are other times where we're like, hey, there's an issue there. But what's good about that is that we generate a report for you and then you go back and then you talk to the property owner and you say, hey, listen, you know. Yeah. yeah. And before we sign this lease, hey, um, we got a problem. Yeah, you even know? before you sign the lease to yeah, buy a like restaurant we got, or like whatever. We, we got a problem here. Do so, go get your free inspection. If I could give any advice, that would be something that I've come across a couple of times, and I try to put that out there is, hey, listen, you know, it, it doesn't hurt to just to take a look at what's going on so you know, because otherwise it could cost you some money. And you know when you first open a restaurant, you're dishing out all sorts of money. Yeah, you don't need to have a Yeah, you don't, you don't need to have to throw in a couple thousand dollar upblast fan on the roof new <clears> because <throat> that one wasn't doing what it was supposed to be doing and needed to be replaced. And you took over that property not knowing. You know, when I come out there and I do it for free. Do you do hoods on food trucks? No, we do not. <laughs> okay, just a question. It wasn't no, sure. we do not. Um, yes, uh, we have, we, we stay away from the hoods on the food trucks because, like, all well, hood cleaners are not created equally, neither are food trucks. Okay. And so, yeah, That's they're fair. not built properly, <coughs> so they're hard to service correctly. Okay. And these systems are made to be cleaned. They're supposed to. They're supposed to be made to be clean. So I'm supposed to be able to open your fan up and put my hot water pressure washer in there and start cleaning. And 
and I shouldn't have an issue. Food trucks aren't made like that. A lot of them are put together in, in, in such a way where they're not, yeah. Okay. And so, it, yeah, cleaning them, I've, I've realized this becomes more of a problem, you know. And I would have to charge a food truck owner a whole lot more money than, than a standalone location. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it's just, it's one of those things. Uh, we're trying to work something out and figure out how we could maybe address that uh, part of the market. But right now, no. We don't, we don't okay. drive food trucks. That's fair. Yeah. What's something we don't know about American Crown, whether it's hoods or commercial cleaning? or? Well, American Crown's a commercial cleaning company, so um, we do everything pretty much. Okay. Um, we love doing the hoods, and that keeps us really, really busy. But we're a commercial cleaning company, so we, have, you know, we do uh, pressure washing, steam cleaning, window cleaning. We got equipment that goes up four or five stories for windows, and I mean... You name it, parking lot, surface cleaning, graffiti removal off the side of uh, schools. Um, we got the equipment to address those things. Um, janitorial services is a big thing. So we do a lot of medical and dental offices. And we, are, we, offer, we offer cleaning services a little different than, than most people. Like, uh, like we, have a, we do a lot of UV sterilization. I don't know if you're familiar with no. that. Yeah, so... You know, UV sterilization can kill 99.9% .9 of the bacteria. So we use that in office spaces on keyboards, on um, kiosk machines, door handles, and a lot of medical and dental buildings. Um, yeah, because how often are those cleaned? Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we UV light them, and um, it kills, you know, 99.9% .9 of the bacteria. Um, and, and so that's really cool. I like using the, the industrial steam cleaner because I can kick out 250 degrees of dry steam, and that also kills you know, 99.9% .9 of bacteria. So I can, I can really clean you green, you know what I mean? And what I really like is cool, because we do things different than most cleaning companies, is not only can I sanitize the area, but I can prove to you it's sanitizer, because I'll come over with a surface tester and I'll swab it for you. And I'll show you a bacteria count. Awesome. You know what I mean? So we like to do things different. We use a lot of essential oils. You know, we were big on doTERRA with On Guard, or we use, uh, what was the other one? I think Thrive? Thrive. Yeah. Thrive is yeah, the other one it. that we use. and. Uh, yeah, our janitorial side of the house is uh, is pretty cool. I got a couple of girls that run it. Uh, they're, they're, I shouldn't even probably say that, but they're 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 hardcore when it comes to cleaning, mm -hmm. and, uh, and they've been in the industry for a long time, and we we do things different. And so, just like with the hoods, you know, we don't talk cleaning. We really talk fire. Uh, when it comes to the janitorial side of the house, we talk about sanitizing. Uh, we don't just show up. Yeah. With, we don't just show up with a bucket. Because there's a difference. There is. You know, there and is as many different. germs as going around and people getting type A flu and B flu and colds. And but on top of that, that, what would stuff? you like to know, you know, knowing it's coming from? Let's say you have a medical office or a dental office and you know your place is being cleaned to a certain standard and you know that you got a zero bacteria count because it's being tested. Right. God forbid something happens there. Right. You know, at least you got a little bit of room to say, hey, you know what? I understand you might be getting sick, but I don't think it's coming from here. And let me tell you why. Right. And let me tell you why. Because this is what we have done you every week. You have an week. answer for that. Yeah, this is what we have done not every just a, week. I don't yeah. know. Maybe. They're not over here just spraying some, I don't know, Lysol or something. Right. You know, they're, they're cleaning, they're disinfecting, and then they're showing it. Right. You know, they're showing it and annotating it. Like, who does that? We do. So. Sounds like integrity to me. Yeah, we just, you know, the, 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 my industry is different. And so we do things different. You know, there's a thousand cleaning companies out there. Um, but when you look at other cleaning companies and you look at us, we, we don't look the same. We look different. We don't talk the same. We talk different. And, uh, yeah, this is around like a business, and um, we have a standard. That's, and, we, and we just keep it up there. 
I only take people on my staff that have that standard too and that could, that could see the vision. Because uh -huh. um, you might have some people out there that, you know, I don't know, drag their head when they realize that they're in the cleaning industry, but I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. And I'm happy to say that I'm a cleaner. So, um, yeah, American Crown. We definitely do things different. So t tell me why you're in business, period. And, you know, like, why, why is Leon in business, you know? Um, <clears throat> I'm in business to, uh, I don't know how I would say it. I'm in business because I have this, I have, I have a burning desire to complete a circle and give back in a major way. You know, um, I don't, I have, I don't come from much. I, you know, um, I have very humble beginnings and, um, like I said, I'm a retired Marine and I've had different things happen to me in my life and I've done very well, um, because of those things. And, um, I just have this. This, this burning desire to, to give back in, in a major way, not, not in a little bit, um, but in a major way. So I look for, I look for businesses that I could use as vehicles to, to, do, to do that with. And so I've been blessed to see things with business that have worked out. Um, and I think it's because I use those businesses as vehicles. I, I, that's the sole purpose of that business. Does it put food on the table? No, we're fed. Um, so, you know, every once in a while I might wonder what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> I do, because I, I, yeah, I cause problems for myself. There's no doubt about that. And so, you know, um, yeah, so I'm trying to cause the biggest problem for myself that I could possibly have. And so that, that's why I, 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 I get excited about business. Um, I like. I like going for it. I, um, I can't stand people that talk about having great ideas and don't do nothing. Um, so I'm the very opposite of that. As soon as I see something that looks good, and this, this scares people sometimes, and I scare people away, and that's fine. That's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, if you don't understand what you're looking at sometimes, that could be confusing. But when I see something that looks good, I go, I, I go after it a thousand, yeah. My wife supports me that way. She knows I'm crazy that way. She's like, I'm sorry, what are you doing now? <laughs> okay. And, and so, yeah, and, and things work out because of that. Um, so any company that I've had, it's been deeply rooted in the community with the non-for-profits and um, whether, it was, whether it was Patriot Pools or Patriot Windows or American Crown now, um, that's, that's its sole purpose. That's, that's what it's there for. So the bigger it gets, the bigger it the bigger difference it will make. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's why I do business. Uh, that's why our business does well. And um, I think it's, you gotta, that's our business model. I think you got, that, that has to be somewhat of your business model. I'm not impressed with people that make money um, in a company or have a company that makes money. I'm impressed with people that make money and what they do with it. That impresses me. I can respect that all day long. Um, you don't impress me if you make money because that's not impressive. Um, but if you make money and you do the right things with it, that's, 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 we got to talk because, um, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? So when I see people like that, I, I can't help but to love them. And when I, when I see the opposite, I can't help but to, to frown on it and go, Hmm, mm -hmm. I, you know, you're missing, <clears throat> you're missing your mark. You know, if you're just concerned about putting food on your table, um, 
well, then maybe you're only going to have food on your table. You know? Well, so. that, well said. So what else, is there anything else that we need to know about American Crown as a whole or that little tidbit that you want to make sure? I mean, I know we've covered a lot. Um, but is there that one thing we want to make sure we hit about American Crown? And then is there something... What, what's the thing we don't know about Leon Moyes that we need to know? Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I'm not sure how long this thing goes for. As long but, as um, you want. We're here. We got time. We're, um, <laughs> what, what do I want? we're here. You know, we represent Prescott. We're proud to represent Prescott. The word's getting out. We get calls from all over the state now because we're the ones doing it right. And we stand out. In a short period of time, we've, we got a beat on our competition. And... Uh, we're growing like dog years in this industry. And um, that's awesome. yeah, so widows, yeah, we, like I said, we represent Prescott. I'm, I'm happy to hear that, that, you know, in this town up here, in this mountain town, that the rest of the state is calling us up going, hey, you know, we got a problem on our hands. We've been getting clean a certain way. We got a problem. We need you to come fix it. Or, or I got fire marshals or fire inspectors talking to me about, hey, what's going on with this? You know, I'm seeing a problem and I'm seeing the problem too. You know, so we're here to address that. Very preventative. Um, yeah, when we leave, in most situations, it's preventative. Yeah, and it makes me feel good that when we leave here, and I tow my trailer out of here from this mountain town, and I go to other <laughs> places, they know that we're from here. You know that we're from Prescott, and there's a company up here um, in this small town that's just knocking it out the park, and uh, we're gonna keep doing it right. That's awesome. You know. So how do we get a hold of you? What's your website? Your Facebook? So your Twitter account? You can get a hold of us at. Uh, it's uh, www.americancrowncc.com. That's the website. Phone number is 928-250-0490. Um, we're all over Facebook, right? Yeah. I couldn't sure. tell you how to get there. <laughs> I'm not big Facebook. on this. Well, how do you get to Facebook? I don't <laughs> yeah. know how to either. We're on, on Facebook. Facebook. I think you just, American Crown, Yeah, too. I think you just go on and put American Crown. <laughs> it's got a flag with a crown, and you can't yeah. miss it. That's You'll us. see a bunch of pictures of hood cleaning. Yes, and... you will see a lot of grease. Exactly. Yes, we know grease now. Hashtag, yes. we know Grease. Come, oh, I, come, come, come look at Grease Balls, you know. Oh, man, it comes in all sorts of, um, yeah. Maybe that should be, you know, on the back of the shirts, you know. <laughs> we are Grease Balls. We are the Grease <laughs> Very greasy sometimes. <laughs> and what would be your fire prevention tip for hood cleaning restaurants? What would be your tip? Um, I would say the first, listen, the first line of defense when it comes to the grease are those baffle filters that sit up in your hood. Um, and if they're broken, replace them. There's, there, listen, if you're local, we got Source One here, right? Tony's down here. Yeah. She's got the baffle filters on the shelves. Go pick a baffle filter up. Your broken baffle filter is going to cause a fire in your restaurant because you're going to get a spark, and it's going to go right through that filter and into your system. And that's just silly. So for 20 bucks, call me. I'll bring it to you. I won't even mark it up. I'll go pick it up from Tony. Yeah, it just there's no reason for it. Go down there and pick up your filter. They're, they're mostly basic 20 by 20 filters but and replace it. Let's verify. You probably have more than one. Yeah. <laughs> Each one costs around 20 bucks. That's Unless right. You have a spit, you I'm have talking a about your broken filter. <laughs> you find the broken one and say, that broken filter is going to get replaced. So that's your, that's your restaurant fire prevention tip of the week. Go down there and make sure your baffle filters are not broken. Because if they are, they're not doing their job. They're, they're, their job is to stop that spark from traveling up into your system. And if it's not there, that's exactly where it's going to go. And like I said, when the firefighters come out, they're not going to just inspect with their eyes. They're going to use their axes. So, yeah. 
Prevention well, is the key. And I, you know, we, we did a video the other day uh, on the baffle filters. You know, right. I, I like this tip. It is if you've got a you know commercial kitchen, you probably have a dish pit that you yes. can run. Once a week, run your baffle filters through. Yes. Because maybe you have captive air, and those filters are a little bit more expensive than the one source one just carries. It doesn't you know? get the kitchen guy to pull them down. You know? You're killing yourself by letting all that grease just get pulled up into your system. Take it, get it cleaned out, and put those filters back up there, and man, it would cut down on so much grease in your system. So, cool. excellent. Anything else you, you want to say? Oh. We're cleaning <laughs> up the hood. That's All right. right. All right. Well, thank you for being here, Leon. We appreciate hey. having you. And uh, I'm Zach, the Plexus Maniac. This is the Quad <laughs> Cities Business Beat. Remember, if you want uh, to be heart healthy and uh, brain strong, <laughs> Get your Plexus Mega X. I don't know which camera I'm on. I guess that one. All right. right there. So again, Zach, Plexus Maniac. Lynette Hoyt, independent ambassador for Plexus Worldwide. And this is Quad Cities Business Beat. We'll, we'll catch you next week. week.